I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Happy day 41. I'm a, I'm having a hot mess kind of morning. I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> my desk is a mess. I'm a mess. I've lost all of my glasses. I, I'm literally working on like an old, look, I almost had to wear my sunglasses because um, I've lost all my glasses. I'm like a child. I don't even know what's going on. Um, how are you doing? God, I, this, this week has been heavy, eh? A lot going on last week, this week, uh, all the feels. I guess it's appropriate because we are entering into the messy middle. So if you are having the feels, welcome to the program. (laughs) Welcome to the program. Uh, How are you making out? How are you feeling this morning? Where are you at? Are you excited? Uh, We're about to roll into uh, week six of the program. We're downsizing again. Um, I hope you're looking forward to that. It's not, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not the funnest week uh, and week, but we learn a lot. Um, It brings up a lot of the feels, you know, one week working, you know, trying to address your issues with food scarcity and having to leave all the food on your plate and waste issues. Like one week's not a lot of time. Um, so you get to do that again. Yay. Um, we have better weeks and tweaks coming down the pipeline. Remember everything you do, it just kind of builds on everything that you've done and just gets easier and easier and easier as you go. It doesn't get harder like all those other diets that you've done that it seems like a fight as you go. It shouldn't. That's really important. I should stop there. If it feels like a fight to you, you're missing something. Like if it feels like your body is fighting you, you're you're missing something. There's something off because this goes back to our very first science Saturday post. Your body wants this more than you do. Every extra pound, we don't dwell on this, but every extra pound of fat, it's hard on your body. It's not healthy, causes inflammation, messes with your hormones. It's not healthy for you. And so your body doesn't want this fat any more than you do. So if you've gained weight, it's because you've told your body to gain weight through messaging. That's long periods of time without eating, high stress, lack of sleep, all the diets you've done, that that type of thing. So if it feels like you're fighting against something, you probably are, and you're probably missing something. Like if you're forcing yourself, for example, to eat salads every day, I mean, besides incorporating leafy greens, which is important. Um, if you're, you're just eating salad when what you feel like is some rice or quinoa or potatoes or some sort of like something with oomph in it, you're not, you know, you're fighting yourself because you're, you're not giving into your body's needs, right? When this time of year, especially in the winter, if you live in a, uh, where it's cooler this time of year, because I know we have people in 55 different countries. So everyone's a little different with where they're at. Um, and you're feeling like you need potatoes and, you know, fatty meats and soups and stews and those types of things. And you're feeding yourself cold ass salads that are not satisfying. I don't just mean like not just satisfying in terms of like making you feel satisfied, but like satisfying, you know, um, if you are, you know, it could be your stress, you're doubling down on, maybe you're working, working your ass off at the gym. You're working out really hard and you're not giving your body time to rest and repair and rebuild. Your body's already stressed out and you're just stressing your body physically even more, right? So if you if you feel like it's a fight there's something missing there definitely catch up on that conversation with dr paul at the beginning of the week for reasons why your weight might be slower to move he's supposed to join us uh next week he's having a baby so um he's gonna have to join us in the next couple weeks we're gonna talk some secondary supplements we're still gonna post that those are again this is not a supplement company uh program. You don't have to buy supplements. You don't have to take supplements. Um, but now that the se- secondary set of supplements is sort of now that you've put this kind of time and energy on the most basic level and helping your body be healthier, uh, might kind of help you kind of level things up even more. So keep an eye out for that. But uh, Dr. Paul's amazing. If you, even if you, even if you are crushing the program and the scale is moving and grooving, it is still worth taking time to uh, listen to watch or listen to that conversation with Dr. Paul. Four main reasons why your weight might be slower to move. 
um, slower. Not that it's not going to move, right? Um, okay, where are we at today? Let's get right into your questions. Oh, there's Brenda. Um, hello, where are we? Rosemary, hello. Good morning, everyone. Did a body pump workout with weights. First time in two months. Every part of my body hurts and up what 1.5 pounds. That sounds about right. I know it's inflammation, but hard to see the new weight. A uh, good message to me to never go that long without a strength training workout, hoping to rebound quickly, working out again on Monday. That's like so expected, right? Like you, workouts are, and especially if your body is sore, ripping and tearing your muscles, that's what it is, right? Like I take a, whatever it is, I don't have a weight, my sunglasses, I'm, I'm doing a bicep curl, I'm ripping and tearing my, I'm overloading my muscles to rip and tear them. And then my body works hard while I sleep to repair and rebuild them. So now that your muscles are, um, you know, ripped and torn, your body's retaining water and working really hard in order to repair them. So it's always going to happen. Whenever your body is sore, your weight will be up for sure. I know it sucks. See, the thing about this scale too, right, is that you are on it every single day. So you're picking up on those fluctuations that maybe you wouldn't see if you just weighed yourself like once a week, right? So it's a little different. So you're picking up on those little fluctuations, which is really important because right now you're trying to figure out what weight loss looks like and feels like to you. And then when you're done losing your weight, it's what maintenance then looks like and feels like to you, which is super cool. Um, how do you define slower to lose in terms of weight loss? Slower to lose would be like you haven't lost any weight yet. Like you, you are, you are, um, doing all the things you've been following along. It's week five and you're not noticing anything. No non-scale victories. Your body isn't changing. Like if your weight isn't dropping, your body should be changing. So for those of you who haven't lost in the beginning, in the first few weeks, you should be noticing your body change and racking up those non-scale victories, right? And then the scale is going to start to move for you. And then the people who are moving in the beginning are going to complain that they're on a plateau and their bodies are going to be changing after dropping. So you you should be noticing something happening, making all these changes. Like it's like, there's a lot that you're doing here. So if you are not seeing any kind of non-scale victories, your body isn't changing, no improvements whatsoever, then chances are you, you have an underlying issue that needs to be addressed. Right. And then there's no way around that. That like sucks straight up. If you fall under one of those categories. Um, and then some people have different variations of that. Maybe you are losing weight, but you know, given all the things that you're doing, you feel like you should be losing more right? I don't know what your, I guess you can't really compare your rate of history before because with those deprivation diets, you tend to lose a lot in the beginning and then it just kind of stops plateaus and you have to like dig in deeper, eat less, exercise even more, right? Um, if you feel like something is off, like if you're eating all these healthy foods, for example, and you're not feeling better, like, yes, when your body's focused on releasing fat in regards to detox, you might feel a little tired and slow and sluggish and foggy and have those moments, but that should tie in line with the scale moving. But if you're making all these changes and you're not noticing better energy, you're not sleeping better, you're not pooping better and none of those things, right? You could have a, you could still be dropping, but if you're not like f having moments where you're feeling really great equal and opposite reaction then you could have an underlying issue there if you're eating foods and they're upsetting your tummy if you're eating all these healthy nutrient-rich foods and you're feeling bloated and your tummy's upset that kind of thing um that's that's a great question uh, I love being here uh, in my first live. Hi, Beth. My favorite thing about the program is how my mindset takes me into each day. I look forward to the scale moving each morning, to the scale each morning, and not in a way that uh, it's it, it, you mind if it's up or down. I'm more curious than anything. Yeah. You're getting to understand what weight loss looks like and feels like to you, how the things that you do affect you when you don't get a night, uh, you know, good night's sleep, your weight is up. You know, when you work out, your weight is up, salty food, hard to digest food. And not only that, but you're learning, you know, when with the things that you're doing that are causing that scale to move down. And I think it is super fascinating. I'm more curious than anything. And then I think about why this is new for me is, um, is my second program. I'm down about 3.8 pounds in the first program. I didn't lose, but I also was in more of an exploratory mode with this program. I love that. I feel like I can set better intentions. I'm fully using all of the things. Also looking forward to the conference next week. Okay. So before I get it, first of all, if you if, if you even have a thought that you want to go to that conference next Sunday, I got an email from the um, the person who's hosting it saying like legit, they are almost sold out. They have like a block of tickets saved for Gabby, depending. She's coming from the States. We don't know. She hasn't even advertised it yet on our own platform, but it's just that's why I did a post today. Heads up. Like they're, they're selling out faster than we sell out our programs around here. So if you want to come, make sure you get your tickets. Use that Lady Loser code. Uh, Oh, we can't use the Livy Loser Code. 
Oh, we sold out our block of tickets. Tony told me this this morning. I didn't listen. I refused <laughs> to listen to him. Is that what you were trying to tell me? Oh, no. So we've sold out our block of tickets? Oh, shit. We'll still try to use the code. Maybe maybe something will happen. Maybe they'll change that. I don't know. So Because there's like hundreds of us coming. It's going to be fun. I cannot wait. But back to you, Beth. Can I just tell you how much I freaking love this? Because it's not a race. This is not a race, right? And everything that you're doing on this program is like making a difference in your life. Like not just weight loss, working through your issues and associations, working through old habits and new habits. Someone just said, but the discount code is not working. Yeah, my bad. I guess I didn't listen to, to Tony. Apparently we've, we've sold out our whole block of tickets for all of, because each kind of person got a block of tickets to be able to use a special code with. So we got a Libby loser code and apparently they sold out um but still come if you want i know tickets are that still maybe don't stop trying maybe we can do something about that i'll make some calls i'll call some people see what we can do um back to you beth um you know working through your habits working through past traumas working through you know prioritizing yourself like just like trying to get to know yourself and be in tune with yourself like i love your exploratory attitude like let's see what it's about let's see what i need to do like even in knowing so let's say you're just dropping all the balls and you're just trying to get your shit together and it's just not you're oh, not only are you not having a hot mess day you're having like a hot mess I don't know year and so you signed up and you're here you're kind of listening like I love that no like learning what you need to do even though you aren't doing it is something you know what I mean still listening to the conversation still being inspired by other people still doing some of the things even we set the bar so high around here even if you're just doing like a few of the things you're still doing a lot and that's what i love about the program and process is it's like it's so much more than weight loss everything that you're doing to try to lose weight is leveling up your health and wellness it's helping you grow and evolve and work through your issues and associations and all the habits and there's so much to it man i feel like i feel like i'm a fucking disaster today um this week last week this month this last year i you know i'm still waiting i still <laughs> my mom is listening she knows i'm still waiting to get my shit together uh you know I don't want to pretend like I'm someone who has it all together I I know maybe that's inspiring for some people but that's not my reality you know like this conference I'm just so excited I can't even believe I've been thinking about it. it was up last night I get to be on stage with Gabby it goes a bit deeper than that there was a time where I was so broke not long ago I got my car repossessed not because I didn't pay the bill because my husband but that's a whole other story but my car got repossessed. I didn't know how I was going to pay my rent. I didn't know how I was going to feed my kids. And I looked to people like Gabby Bernstein and I would go on and see what they're doing and what they're saying. And I just kind of made notes and I like made a plan for myself and I had a vision for where I wanted to be. And I, you know, tried to think positively about that and just kind of fucking showed up every day with the skin in my teeth and somehow some way I'm here you know and it's a lot of the things I'm sharing with you guys in terms of how to lose weight that I've used to get to where I am in life you know and so yeah I just sort of feel like you know this is me that's you you are who you are you are where you are your past doesn't define you you know and I think your why is even more than just why you want to lose weight it's it's who who do you want to be and how do you want to feel and what do you want your life to look like in essence you're kind of designing your life what works for you what doesn't work for you the kind of energy and mindset that you want to show up for yourself you know so this program is a lot I've taken like not just 30 years of helping people lose weight but like 30 years of just trying to create my best life and live my best life and work through some hard times and get through some shit and you know what I mean I was thinking about also just kind of connecting with people and how great our living loser community is and how I've I've had Livy losers reach out to me um Lynn Knowlton Lynn and Michael I love them they're they're dear friends of ours um she did the program uh, a couple of years ago she reached out and invited Tony and I to come and stay at her treehouse she was just so thankful and grateful for the program I love them they are just the most amazing people in my life Lori Heller um, the woman who's putting on our new events Livy loser events the reason why I love her she was a Livy loser and reached out to me and said hey why don't you come to my event and I would never have gone 
on. And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and I'm going to go. And even while I was there, I was open. And as you get older, it's so hard to meet people and bring new people into your life. And I just think like that's what's so amazing about our community. We're so open and caring and people so freely sharing like some deep shit, you know? Ah, it's just so good. Um, anyone, uh, here in the Kitchener Waterloo area, if so, there's amazing free health and wellness conference today. Oh, I love this. We should actually do an events page. We should do some sort of events page because whether it's a conference where I'm at or, you know, getting together at these conferences and meeting like-minded people, I just think like step out of your comfort zone, right? I have a couple of very dear friends who are practicing doing some free modules and giveaways. So I love that. I love that. Good morning. First time catching the actual live. Hi, Maureen. Second program uh, around. I've lost 10 pounds overall. Nice. Love the way I feel. Love eating all the fats. <laughs> yeah, right? That low fat, no fat area, era, man, that screwed people over. I don't know whose bright fucking idea that was. That was a disaster. Let's just rob our body of like fats. <laughs> it's so crazy it just goes back to what we didn't know like the internet is amazing because like if you even think about the canada food guide like 20 30 years ago it, it was like 12 servings of grains i remember remember looking at me like 12 servings of grains i don't think it had any fat it had like hardly any protein <laughs> we grow a lot of wheat here in canada though however so i don't know what i don't know who came up with that you need 12 servings of grains Man, it's craziness. But as we, and then we know what we know. And so I have done so much, like, because this, I've done this in my life for my whole life. Um, you know, usually I come up with things before people, you realize it's actually a thing. Um, but yeah, but anyways, the, the whole low fat. 11% Greek yogurt, avocados, hemp seeds, chia seeds, I love it all. Was always conditioned before about not eating fat and having crazy salt cravings. Yeah, eating all the bags of chips. Yeah, now adding in all the fats, no more salt cravings. Now to break the habit of eating chips while watching movies. Oh, well, I hear you. Um, added in teas and coconut milk, which have been working. So I... This, this is my thing. I love chippies. I love all sorts of chips. And they have those new Miss Vicky's chips all dressed. Oh, Tony brought those the other day. I can't. Miss Vicky's is killing me. I also heard they had Miss Vicky's sour cream and onion. I have yet to try them. But uh, see what I'm saying? I'm not helping, am I? I'm not helping this conversation. I love chips. I love chips in bed. Oh, my God. Um, but I always feel like garbage the next day. I never get a good sleep. My eyes are always salted up and I'm always just like, why do I do this to myself? Like not in a, oh my God, you're in like horrible kind of way because when I do have them, I enjoy them. But, but here's the thing, while you are trying to lose weight, definitely it's not the chips, it's eating at night in general, right? It messes with your digestive system. So you're, you've, you've taken these 91 days and this is what you're doing. So you can have those chips again right? Like you're going to be able to have those chips again. So, so it might not be like breaking the habit, even like having some tea or doing something else. It just might be to yourself. Like I'm, I'm going to have these again, the whole point of losing weight in this way. So I can move the dial, reach my goal sooner rather than later. So I can get back to just like having chips at night and not worrying about it. You know, also I find catching the feels like if you can go a couple nights without the chips or out eating at night, right. Or when you watch a movie, um, Try to feel how you feel the next day. I notice a significant difference when I don't eat the chips versus when I do eat the chips. So it's like sleep. So I've been, I was able to get some sleep the other day, 15 hours in a row. And now I just want to sleep. I just am like, let's go to bed early. I just want to go. I want to go to sleep. Like I caught the feeling of actually getting sleep. And so now I want to do all the things to get a good night's sleep. Like I just am like, I, I want to feel that feeling again. I want to feel well rested again. So now I'm going to do all the things, right? So I've, I've stopped drinking because that messes with my sleep. I'm, I've even like I'm said to Tony, I want to like take out my coffee or minimize my coffee. So this morning I am drinking this as opposed to my usual this. So this is this is a small change that I'm making, right? So and it's not it's not because I'm like, yeah, I want to try to do something, but it's because I've caught that feeling. So if you can catch the feeling of how you feel when you don't, because sometimes it's not about just breaking the habit. Sometimes it's just recognizing like, oh man, I feel so much, it's so hashtag worth it when I don't eat the chips. So I don't know if that helps. It's a hard habit to break for sure, but definitely I want to help you lose this weight sooner rather than later. So you can get back to eating chips whenever you watch a movie and not even have to worry about it, you know? 
Eating so healthy makes me appreciate how great I feel after eating all eating like crap last night. Yeah, it's exactly what I'm just saying. I uh, had Thai food and cookies afterwards. Wow, what a difference. I'm so happy to be on plan again today. Yeah, and this is why having the chips and eating off, off plan, I hate saying that, just no on plan, off plan, it's just choices. But that's why like having the things and then associating how you feel is sometimes the way to be like, oh, shit. That isn't working for me. That's not giving me what I thought it was giving me. It wasn't doing for me what I thought it was doing for me. And that's what I meant by, that's exactly what I meant by catch those feels, catch those feels. I'm sending this um, comment on behalf of my friend, Anne, Christine, who can't post today because she's in France. Okay, from Anne, uh, Christine. Bonjour de France. Gina, with this message, I hope to inspire any members who are struggling with special events and vacations. I'm currently on a third day culinary and wine river cruise in the south of France. Hello. A dream come true. For the first time in my life, I feel no guilt about this temporary lifestyle and its scrumptious bits and bites. That's because I know I'm coming back to a loving, welcoming, comforting community of other Gina losers, and that I will soon settle back into my new set point weight. For now, I can enjoy totally, and I'm happily looking forward to continuing on my healthy lifestyle journey when I get home. Oh, come on! That isn't that a whole vibe? Isn't that a whole vibe? Isn't that a whole vibe? How many times have you gone away on vacation and stressed? You feel fat, you feel gross, and you just eat, make it worse, then you come back, then you can't wait to get back. You're in this amazing vacation, you're like, I can't wait to get back home. Oh my God, I feel so gross. Um, I love this. It's that, the, to, that to me is like, that's an amazing non-scale victory. To be stress-free around food, to be calm. To in, This is what food is about. Food is, ab food is there for you to enjoy. Like, we're not gonna, like, it's not about not indulging in food. It's not about not enjoying food. It's not about not using food. It's about reconnecting with it in other ways. Where, like, has it ever really brought you joy when you did indulge? Were you actually able to indulge that or without immediately ragging on yourself and berating yourself about it? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, or even to be able to indulge to the point you feel satisfied, like really taking time and enjoying every bite and every flavor and then walking away feeling satisfied, not stuffed and full and holding your belly, but oh, that was great. That's amazing. I feel really good, you know? Like Tony and I, we went out a couple of weeks ago and we had pizza and, you know, I had some pizza or whatever and I ate enough just to feel good and felt amazing. That was it. I had the pizza. It was so delicious. Oh, I had like mozzarella on it. Oh my God, it was so yummy. Um, and then walked away, you know? Would I have liked to have eaten a whole pizza? Yes, but simultaneously as I'm thinking like eating more, I'm also aware of how I'm going to feel if I eat more. Sometimes I'm like, I'm going to walk it. I'm going to roll my ass out of here and it's so worth it. And then other times you have to think about, okay, what am I doing after? How do I want to feel tomorrow? And so what's happening when you're asking those four questions is that you think that's a lot of work. It's not going to be. The more you ask those four questions, the more you are self-aware, the more you get in tune, the more instantaneous it is. You're going to see your food and know already before you even eat it how you're going to feel if you eat it all. You're going to you're going to know when you're done, the exact moment you've had enough, and you're going to know if you go back in, you're going to feel overly full and stuffed. You're going to know how you're going to feel, so you're going to make a decided choice if it's worth it. You already know. This is going to happen so fast. Your body's going to tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. And so if you think that it's a lot, but it's not. It's just like it happens so fast. You're just going to be so in tune, right? And, and in control, I, I hate the word control and moderation when it comes to dieting because it's not in control, but you will be in tune, which will make you feel like you're, you're in control. Just like so many people feel like they're, uh, Edna, sorry, I just started to read that. Let me go back. Edna just got some blood work done and she's all her, where, let me read that. Edna, where was it? Had blood work this week and cholesterol and lipo pro, lipid profile all back to normal. Love that. Um, what was I talking about? Yeah, just being in tune, control and moderation. People were talking about cravings. So many of you felt like you had sugar addictions, 
right? You're cra- you, you had cravings that were out of control and controlling you. And you, you haven't tried to control those. You've just been in tune. Give your body what it needs. And now you don't have those cravings anymore. That's what it is. And when you do have cravings, you have to ask yourself, why? Why am I craving this? What's this all about? Did I see it? Did, did, did I get triggered? Do I even really want it? You know, um, am I craving sugar? Do I need more water? Am my lips dry? Am I thirsty? Oh, yeah, shit. Need to drink more water. Do you know what I mean? Or am I feeling low energies? I need that pick-me-up. Am I craving salty foods? Am I super stressed? Why is that? Am I trying to feed into a need? Am I bored? What's going on? And so this is where you'll, you, all of this self-awareness and being in tune and following that food plan and doing it consistently, religiously, routinely, it all just makes you prioritize yourself and think about this shit every fucking minute of the day so that you don't have to eventually. That's, that's what it, you know, that's a big part of eating so often, constantly being in tune, constantly being aware, setting those intentions, end of day reflections, all of that, right? Just keeps this, this one thing to the forefront of your mind. And it's amazing what you're learning and, and doing along the way. It's really incredible. Good morning. Listening to you home uh, in bed sick. Oh no, all my family sick. That was us this week. Three out of five are sick with COVID. Yep. Um, water, tea, and OJ for me. That was us this week. It was not fun. It was not fun. Oh my goodness. Uh, COVID is very much still alive, still around, as are some crazy stomach flu that's going around. It is the season, cold and flu season regardless. So let me remind you of the sickness protocol. It's one of the things I do want to talk to Dr. Paul about, especially in our, our sort of follow winter programs there's all sorts of great supplements out there to kind of boost your immune system um you know that might be worth talking about but in the meantime we do have that sickness protocol it's always a bummer when you can't follow the program but sickness is like its own tweak your body is detoxing over time and when you've spent weeks giving it what it needs not only is your body going to detox this virus out it will also detox fat along with it so that's a your weight, though, while you were sick might be up because your body's retaining water. So that's why sickness is always, I mean, I hate to be like, oh, you're sick and you lost weight, but fuck, aren't we going to take it wherever we can get it? And it's because you've been giving your body what it needs that your body no longer feels a need to store fat, it doesn't look at it as a benefit. And so also sometimes people will be like, well, what's the difference between when you're sick and not eating and then not eating all day long? Well, there's a difference when you just are starving, depriving yourself all day when you actually are hungry right and um compared to when you're sick so a lot of times you'll either be craving carbs and sugar when you're sick or not hungry at all carbs and sugar usually is because you need water and this is why they this is why they tell you to drink lots of fluids right because they're your body is detoxing and trying to get that virus out it's not that you can't flush it out that you know, like just like you can't flush fat out you're not flushing a virus out but you're giving the body the water it needs to to support its needs when it comes uh, to detoxing. Um, or you won't be hungry at all because it is in these moments while your body feels the need to store fat. So times when you do, when maybe you are sick and digestion takes so much energy that your body doesn't want you to eat because it really wants to put all its energy into healing you and detoxing, getting rid of this virus and whatever, repairing and rebuilding, whatever that might be. So there's a big difference between starving yourself and depriving yourself when you're fully functioning and when you're sick and your body's shutting you down, keeping you low energy and you don't have an appetite because your body's focused on something else. So that your body naturally drawing on your emergency energy reserves in that instance is not reinforcing the need to store fat, especially when you are simultaneously addressing your body's needs and trying to make it realize it no longer needs the fat because you're not starving, you're not depriving, you're giving your body what it needs. So that's why sickness kind of is its kind of own tweak. And then when you're ready, just pick up where you left off. Um... Hi, Jane. Good morning. Hi, Jane, everyone. Happy to be here. Last night, a friend said she could tell the program is really working for me and, and that I was in a great mood. Yeah. It, it feels good to feel good. It feels good to do the things that you always rag on yourself about not doing, drink more water, move your body, get sleep, you know, prioritize yourself, do all those things. Feels really great. Feels really great. Plus your hormones. You know what I mean? There's something to be said about that, you know? Um, I was in a great mood. I attended a 75th birthday dinner for another friend and I purposely had no cake, snack, and just one ounce of red wine. What? Weight is down to my lowest low this morning. Yeah, let's normalize not eating the cake. I love birthdays though. Like, first of all, one rule around here. If it's your birthday, eat the fucking cake. If you want the cake. If you don't want the cake, don't eat the cake. You don't have to, just because it's your birthday, you don't have to eat cake. I love birthday cakes because it, it is one of those situations where it's normal. It's really weird to 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 leave cake. You have to take the cake, but you leave, you can leave bites of cake. You know, I have so many birthday parties, bites of cake everywhere. Um, let's normalize not wanting to have the cake. <laughs> no. 
I don't want to have cake today. I'll blow out a candle. I'll do whatever. I don't really, I don't want to have cake, you know, or I'll just have a little tiny little bite or whatever. Let's normalize that. I love that. Because, you know, how many birthdays? I mean, obviously you have 75th birthday. That's super special. I mean, all birthdays are special at the end of the day. You want to celebrate, but you don't have to celebrate with food. You're, you're celebrating by being there, by showing the person love. You know what I mean? By being in their company. You're celebrating the person, you know, not the cake. You're not celebrating the cake at the end of the day. I love that. Does anybody have any great ideas for things to do with green salads, with salad greens? I know there are some suggestions in the program. Pretty much tried them all. I guess I'm bored and struggling now to get them in twice a day. Lunch isn't too bad, but supper time, I'm really starting to have a hard time. Okay. First of all, I love that you're bored with this. It's the same shit. So fucking routine. It should be boring because you shouldn't be getting your enjoyment out of food. You should be getting your enjoyment out of life. Although we definitely want you to circle back around and enjoy all the yummy bites of bits that life has to offer. So grab a hunk of lettuce and just throw it in your mouth and chew it. Done. A lot of this program is just doing what you need to do for the sake. It's not a lifestyle. So many, I mean, I'd rather you call it, and if you call it a lifestyle, that's okay. I'd rather, honestly, you call it a diet than a lifestyle because everything is for a rhyme and a reason and a means to an end. And so, yes, is it important to get leafy greens in your diet? It really is. Leafy greens are so healthy for you. You can try micro greens. You can try sauteing them. You can try chopping them up and incorporating in your foods. There's a variety of different ways. We do have that whole um, recipe share pages. I don't know if you've gone over there in a while. Um, some recipe share pages. Maybe we should have it. And we have like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, vegan, sauces, soups, and gravies. Maybe we should do a greens one. Maybe we should do a greens share page and people can share their ideas for that. Um, I'm sure there are lots. But I love the fact that you're bored, right? Like you just kind of, you're doing just what you need to do. So there is a sense of boredom that can come along with that, um, which I would really indulge in that, right? Like, but you don't have to make a side salad. You don't have to be super fancy about it. You can just like throw some on your plate. Like I was, uh, I was out last night, I was at a wedding and they had greens and I just put them on my plate and I just ate them. Like, <laughs> I, just, I was like, I should have some greens. And I just put them on my plate and I ate them. I didn't, there was, I didn't even like, there was salady stuff to go on it. I didn't even bother. I didn't feel like a salad. I just knew I needed to get the greens. So I popped them on my plate and I ate them. They weren't the most delicious. I, but I, in, I ate them in between bites of whatever. And I got them in because I knew that I needed to get them in, obviously, because I haven't been feeling well and I didn't eat great and I'm like I gotta you know I gotta eat some decent food around here so yeah so it's not such a I just want to say it's not such a I love that you did a call out and hopefully someone will give you ideas I just want to say it's not such a bad thing that you are being bored with getting them in because this is just like do what you gotta do you know what I mean to do what you need to do kind of thing so uh, let me scroll down. Hi, from Peterborough, Ontario. That's my hometown. That's where I was born, Peterborough, Ontario. I'm loving the program. First time and I've learned so much. Tried almost every diet out there and either didn't lose or gain it all back. Yeah, I'm hoping this is the last diet that you ever do. That's my absolute mission for all of you. Uh, I don't want you to keep coming back. Obviously coming back, there's a huge benefit in that for a variety of reasons to continue to lose, to continue to level up. We have so many people now who do the program just to be healthy. Like honestly, this is a get healthy 101 program. Uh, more than it is, I think a weight loss diet. Get healthy, do the things you need to do, your body, dress your body's needs, you'll lose weight. Um, although the tweaks we do make each week are designed to kind of keep things moving and groove around here. So I do hope you lose your weight sooner than sooner rather than later. And I hope that you get to move on. It's the last, literally, last program you ever do uh just finishing up groceries and listening in the car hi michelle uh on my new non-negotiable list no junk not in my house not in my mouth or thoughts yeah i love a good non-negotiables um Ashley. So Ashley was a program. Ashley was a program specialist. She now heads up our social media team. She's amazing. She's the one who just like gets our community. She's the one who creates all the fun social media posts. She's great. Um, and Ashley, I remember we had her on a spill the tea really early on. And she was a mom and she had some young kids. And I think she she did the program some some insane amount of time. Like I, I don't quote me on this, like six times before she actually came close to she she actually she actually do, used to do some photography work for cat and nat and so cat and nat which are friends of mine are those moms um and um i saw that she d was doing the program and then i saw that she was in it and then i kind of saw that she wasn't in it and she was kind of in it and i was kind of keeping an eye on her because i kind of knew, knew her and knew of her and i was like oh i don't know how she's doing and then we had her on Spill the Tea once and I she had lost a ton of weight and I was like so proud of her because she did not have an easy time <laughs> losing. She did it. You got to read her story. I'm pretty sure if you go into our Meet the Team bio in the group, if you're in the group, 
and check it out. But she, I loved her because that's where this concept of non-negotiables came from her. Because she just said one day, she was like, what am I doing? She was letting everything else get in the way. And she said, you know, I came up with these non-negotiables. No matter what, I'm going to this. No matter what, I'm going to do that. And I think she lost something like 60 pounds. Like, I, it was incredible. Um, but it was that story of she kept trying and trying and trying. And then it's so easy to let other things get in the way or, you know, take up your time. Sometimes something has to give and it is you. But a lot of times we're just in the habit of prioritizing everybody else but ourselves. And yeah, so she had this concept of non-negotiables. And that's what got the shit done for her. She just had to say, this is it you know, come hell or high water, I'm doing this. I'm not letting anything get in my way. So I love that concept of non-negotiables. Whatever that is to you. Eight sleeps to me. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh yeah, you guys are talking about the conference. Uh, I'm ready to throw in the towel. Okay. Well, why don't you? Why don't you? Let's have a real conversation. I'm here for this. I'm ready to throw in the towel. My weight just keeps creeping, creeping back up. Okay. Why? Why? Um, although I keep hearing a voice saying it's not real weight, uh, it will go up before it drops. I'm doing all the things, meal plan, exercise, supplements. What am I doing wrong? Why don't you know what you're doing wrong? So we've had, we've had a lot of conversations, right? Have you watched the conversation, Dr. Paul, right? Like, so the program works for everybody. I've never, ever met anyone I can't help as long as they're willing to put the time and energy in. It's also really normal at this point to still have not lost weight. What's your history? How long have you been trying to lose weight? Are you coming off some crazy wackadoo diets? Um, what's your health like? What are you dealing with? What are your stress levels right like now? Like exercise, okay, like meal plan, exercise, supplements, like that's not it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not even close to it. That's like the bare minimum. That's the basics, right? So you're following the food plan, you're exercising, and you've added in some supplements. Okay, but that ain't it, right? And and how can you be here five weeks in and not know that? And that's what I, that's, I'm having a real soak. First of all, I love the fact that you asked this. So now I'm talking to everybody who feels like, who might feel like you feel. Because what am I doing wrong? Why do you think that you are doing anything wrong. We have stats over on our website that show not everybody loses weight in the first five weeks of the program. Like we've had, we've had Lee, our program specialist, if you go over and she's one of many, probably hundreds, if not thousands, she didn't lose one pound until week seven. And then she lost like 30, 40 pounds in the back end. Week seven, week fucking seven. And we've heard this so many times. And it's not horseshit. Like, I want you to be successful. I, I, my, I have this company now. I have like 54 employees. They got to get paid. There's a lot of pressure. And them getting paid de- depends on you being successful. Let me say that again. There are 54 people in this company and their paychecks are dependent on you being successful at losing weight. Because if I'm not helping you lose weight, I'm not growing my company and they're not getting paid. I want you to lose your weight. So everything I'm telling you is designed to help you lose your weight. So I'm not just blowing smoke up your fucking ass when I tell you some of you aren't going to lose weight till week seven. Does that suck for you? Absolutely it does. Do I want to tell you that? No. But is that the reality? Yes. And you know, I have so much mad respect for people who don't throw in the towel because they recognize after trying to lose weight for 20 fucking years, starving and depriving themselves, it's going to take a hell of a lot longer than five fucking weeks to lose your weight finally and forever. And for some people to lose their weight in a healthy, sustainable way, it's hard. There's so much shit to do. Do you know what I mean? But here we are and we've given you the resources for you to figure that out. What is it? Is it stress? Is it, you know, what are you pounding the shit out of your body every day when you say exercise or you get, and again, I love you and I love this question. I'm not talking to you. I'm generalizing talking to everybody. It's a great question. Um, but like, are you pounding the shit out of yourself? Are you doing old school aerobics from like back in the 90s where you're like working so hard? Are you doing like a aerobics class and then you're busting your ass in yoga and then you're doing a Pilates and you're at the gym for 10 hours and not giving your body time to repair and rebuild? Are you still counting, weighing and measuring? You're eating enough. Are you, are you being like, well, I'm, are you still intermittent fasting or trying to go high keto? Are you doing low carbs? Have you added any carbohydrates in? Are you adding any, you know, are you, are you just having a salad with a hunk of chicken on it every day? And I don't know, I don't know you. I don't know anyone who I'm talking to today. So I don't know. So these are all the things I, I, I'm asking, right? Are you having the rices and the quinoas? Are you adding in bonus snacks if you need them? Are you walking around starving and depriving here and like not actually feeling like you've had enough because you're undercutting what you thinking that's going to get you ahead? 
Um, do, are you super active in exercising and that you're not adding in bonus snacks? You know what I mean? Like, are you giving your body enough rest? Like, there's so I have so many questions. And so obviously, I can't have you come on one on one and ask you a million questions. But I can tell you, I have had people on one on one who just like you want to throw in the towel. And I'd be like, Oh, my God, I got I I would reach out to people and call them behind the scenes and book time with them. We had groups of thousands of people and I'd be like, I got to help this person. They're really struggling. They're willing to, they're, they're about to throw in a towel, just like you, right? Doing all the things. What am I doing wrong? Meal plan, exercise, supplements. And then I find out they're like, their stress levels are through the roof. They just get a divorce. They're selling their house. They've taken on a third job. I'm looking after an ailing parent. I'd be like, and you're not stressed? Do you know what I mean? Or their exercise comprised of like walking in their old dog who's like, you know, on its final days, you know, around the block. And that was their form of exercise, you know, no disrespect to that. And that's lovely. And dogs need to be walked. But that's not are you are you running every day? Are you a runner? Or or are you actually doing resistance training? Are you are you in menopause? Are you factoring in conversation about hormones? You know, are you starting to get that thick tummy and your interrupted sleep and you got hot flashes, but you haven't actually seeked out a health professional, right? To actually take it to the next level. Do you know, are you eating gluten and still like, you know, or, and you're, or like, you know, you're adding things in and your, your belly's upset. Are you eating cheese and getting constipated or shitting your pants, but you love cheese, so you're still adding cheese in? You know what I mean? Like I had so many questions. I could hit it from all different angles and ask you a million questions. And so we are here to help you. So I don't know. I, I don't think you're doing anything wrong if you do say you're doing all the things and you've pulled up that maximizing post you know it inside out like your sleep were you up late last night watching netflix or did you get your ass to bed because you've worked out and your body's tired you know i don't know so this is where like i want to help you and i'm here for you and we have a whole team of people here for you right but you have to help us figure it out i don't know you and i can't make any kind of assessment and anybody i'm not just talking to the person who asked this amazing question anybody who's listening right now i don't know anything about you and so but you know you and you know the reasons for that we put out there you know the maximizing post and all the things right you know the conversations we have to dr paul you know they'll have the conversation with dr beverly with alana mcginn with dr alinka you know we talked about sleep and hormones and the mental part of it and all of that we've talked about physically what can be holding you back and setting you back you know so what is it like are you making all these changes and not seeing any kind of difference then like i said something is off right so so i can't tell you i can i would love to help you figure out what is what is going on but not that you necessarily have done anything wrong. And I'm always really mindful when people's go-to is what am I doing wrong? And I'm like, why would you think there's something wrong? You could also have an underlying health issue that's causing you feel like your weight is getting. So what happened to me, I can tell you, and I've done this program for 30 years and in last October, and you guys are probably tired of me, but I'm the only reference I have. So I got to use me as an example. Last October, my stress levels were through the roof. I off this rewinded back to the spring and I was quite sick. Anyway, I'd gotten better, sort of. Um, dealing with a lot of stress with my kids, dealing with a lot of stress with work and my weight, I gained 20 pounds in a month. 20 fucking pounds. I went to the doctor. I'm like, what is wrong with me? And she's like, well, I don't know. Let's see what's wrong with you. So it turns out my stress levels were through the roof. And we didn't even bother doing hormones because, yeah, probably. Um, but I, I really was just kind of like just doing what I needed to do and focused on all those other things. Eating right, exercising, you know what I mean? Doing, the, doing those basics, taking my supplements. That wasn't enough for me because I wasn't managing my stress. Like I had to stop saying no to things. I had to like shut her down. I had to completely change my whole work. Like I used to do all the things at work. Now I just focus on inspiring, hopefully, and being creative. And also more than that, I had this gut infection thing that I had to take like two courses of antibiotics. And that was really the major issue that caused my weight to go up and up and up and up. So here I am thinking I know what to do. My weight is going up 20 pounds in a month. I needed antibiotics because there was something going on. So sometimes you have to dig a little deeper because there are health issues that can cause your weight to go up and up and up. So you got to figure that out. So we're here for you. I'm here for you. Uh, go visit your doctor, uh, review the information, ask as many questions as you need. Post the, post the answers to all those 20 questions if you want. Um, we can help you figure that out. Like the team is really great for that. If you want to post all your, so a lot of times too, sometimes I'll say to people, and this is not you, um, this is where we'll say, okay, well, it's not working for you. Post your answers to your 20 questions. And they will literally post the 20 questions and be like, yes, no, yes, no, yes, 
No, that's not helpful. We will go to the ends of the earth here to help you figure it out. We want you to succeed. We want you to not quit. We want you to be here at the end. We know how frustrating it can be. We all know the all the working parts. So we will be here. So help us help you. Give us as much information as possible. We're happy to help you figure that out. Happy to help you figure it out. I like the program because you're real. Love the swearing and the laughs and the tears. I believe you and no bullshit. I, you know, I want you to be yourself and I want you to love yourself and I want you to be so proud of yourself. And, you know, it takes a lot to feel that about yourself. Um, you know, you just kind of own, got to own it. Aren't we just, we're all trying to do our best. And at the end of the day, I really want you guys to succeed. And I only know how to be me and I know what I know and I know a lot and I'm happy to, like, I, I feel like I have more to share, but how much bigger can this book be? Ah! <laughs> You know, I really, I'm constantly thinking of like new posts, but then I'm like, how many posts do we need? Oh my God. There's so much more even I could talk about and put in this book, like the, every little thing, man. Um, we do have a post coming out next week. It's called Shit Happens. We've been working on and shit happens. I want you to know that shit happens in life and gets in the way. Don't, don't let that, like, also you could say to yourself, like, I, I want to throw in the towel. And here's what I would say. Okay. Let's say you throw in a towel. Then what? Then what? You know what I mean? I know, I know I don't, I think back so many times. Um, I don't want to be at the end of my life and reflect back and on how so much of it was spent on not just losing weight, but not being happy with myself and not feeling comfortable in my skin. It's it's not just how I look. Like I'm all like, you know, embrace those curves. There's a there's there's a there's a lot of women who are gorgeous and beautiful and you know, they're not skinny minis, you know, to each his own and whatever makes you feel beautiful and confident and comfortable in your own skin. That's what that's about. But this weight loss thing, this diet industry is like a cabillion dollar industry. It's like just fucking insane. It's like every people as much as people are loving themselves these days, they're still trying to lose weight. The diet industry is growing and growing and growing and growing. And I don't know, sometimes I think about how many stories we've heard of people who spent 20 years, 30 years, Brenda, 55 years of her life trying to lose weight. You know, it's like it's been our jobs. And then we just want to get it done. I don't want to look back at my life and be like, I spent so much time thinking about this or thinking about that or, you know what I mean? Like this, and this is like, so, so what? So I am all for the love yourself. I'm all for the like, let's just enjoy life and love yourself. But you got to be out there so much to that because you have to be able to eat those things and feel good about it mentally. You have to be able to feel confident confident and comfortable in your body and a lot of times because we are are we aren't being as healthy as we could that feeling of feeling uncomfortable is us it's our internal voice it's our intuition it's our internal cheerleader saying hey yo we feel like shit here is there something you can do about this can you get better sleep can you drink a little bit more water can you lay off the booze can you do something about your stress you know what I mean like that voice we make us feel the way that we feel, you know, and I'm all for love yourself and embrace yourself the way you absolutely should love yourself no matter what your weight and embrace yourself and love yourself for who you are right now today. But then what, you know, and you've, we've done the things we've done the eat less, the exercise more. We've done the starve. We've done the deprived. We've done the fasting. We've done the low fat. We've done the, we've done the low carb. We've done the high fat. We've done the high protein. Haven't we just done them all? They're all around the same basic model. Eat less, exercise more, force your body to burn fat. And that works. But it also causes you to gain all that weight back plus more every single time. And although I know this is such a frustrating method, I've done it long enough and helped enough people to know that in time, your hard work is going to pay off. It's just it never happens on our timeline. Everything I've wanted to accomplish in my life has never happened on the timeline. Never. And then when I think back, when I finally achieved that thing that I've been trying to achieve, I laugh at myself and be like, who the fuck did I think I was trying to achieve it way back when? What? Oh my God. What? You know what I mean? And so and as you move forward in the program, especially if it's your first program, right? Things It's going to come together for you. There's a lot working against you. Your belief that this isn't going to work. The belief that you haven't lost any weight yet. The belief that every time the scale goes up, you're gaining weight. You know, the belief that like there's so many beliefs, so many things are working against against you following through and finishing this. So it's really up to you to decide. You signed up for 91 days. Here's what I would say to you. Start and finish. 
no matter what happens and what you achieve on this scale, what it's going to say to your soul when you start this and you finish this, and believe me, by the end of the program, things are going to add up for you and you're going to walk away feeling amazing and in tune and knowing exactly what your body needs and where you are at and where you want to go and what you want to do. But if you just start it and finish it, it's going to save so much to your soul that you did that. And to me, that's just so worth it. You sign up for the 91 days. I don't sell this program as a quick fix. In fact, I'm probably in the worst salesperson for my program. <laughs> Honestly, you know what I mean? We have this amazing community. You have this amazing support. You know, you could quit, but then give yourself some thought. Then we're actually going to talk to... um um, what's it called? Uh, one of those guys, a plastic surgeon, a good friend of mine, Dr. Rice, he's a world renowned plastic surgeon. He's lovely. And we're going to talk about liposuction. We're going to talk about tummy tucks. We're going to talk about fat melting. So everyone's like, oh, well, if I don't do this, I'm just going to get a tummy tuck or I'm just, but tummy tucks, not weight loss. Liposuction will take the fat out where you have it. But if you don't change anything, that fat, you guess what? Your body's going to feel the need to store that fat back and you're just going to gain it back other areas. It's something they don't tell you about liposuction. You know, the fat melting machines, yeah, they work, but they only work for like a few pounds in troubled areas. And then some people have a really bad reaction to them. It actually causes those fat cells to like, tr like to triple. Um, you know, so it's, that's not like, what's your backup plan, right? What's your backup plan? And so I'll tell you, if your backup plan is to love you the way that you are, there is still a lot of work to do. There's the mental work that you still need to work through, accepting yourself, loving yourself. Do you know what I mean? That's still that. And you can work on all of that while you're also just making good food choices and also managing your stress and getting better sleep and doing all those things, you know? So throw in the towel or quit on what? Prioritizing yourself, being mindful, being in tune, being self-aware, working through your shit, knowing, figuring out what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Do you know what I mean? There's so many benefits to that at the end of the day. I gotta go. My gosh. Uh, I hope y'all are having, uh, I hope y'all have a great day. Um, I hope that you are excited where you are at. I hope that you recognize this is so much more than just a quick fix weight loss program. It was a heavy week last week. I really want to just kind of like really get you guys in the mindset of really being excited and take on the challenge of the weeks that are to come. You know, regroup, get ready for downsizing again. It's going to be over. Look how quickly the last five six if you did prep week weeks have gone by i guarantee you the next week are going to fly by we're going to be rolling into the holidays you're going to be rolling into the new year do you know what i mean you want to like you want to get excited about that you want to get excited about what's to come challenge yourself show up for yourself ask yourself today what's the mindset that today i'm going to move forward with you know yeah i'm a hot mess but i'm here for it that's my way of dealing. I'm a hot mess. And I, I say that out loud because I want to honor where I'm at and I want to make it not a negative thing. I feel like I'm a little lost. I had to take a week off of work. I feel like, you know, things are a bit chaotic. That's okay. It's where I'm at. You know what I mean? I know where I want to go. And so every day I'm just going to try to do the things that I can do to kind of just feel more like I'm less of a hot mess, you know, like own where you're at, see where you want to go. And every day just kind of pull the things in together that are going to get you there. Um, I hope you have an amazing day. I'm totally procrastinating. I love you. I love this conversation. I hope everyone has a great day. Great weekend. Pop into the Facebook support group tomorrow. Review those guidelines. It's downsizing again. One last time. <laughs> One last time. Then we're going to completely move it on and we will not be downsizing again. We're going to completely move it on. Um, have an amazing day, everyone. Bye. Remember, if I didn't get to your questions, pop them over on the question of the day page. The team is happy to help you. Over. And ask as many questions as you need. There is no limit on the help that you receive. Ask 100 questions a day if you want. We are here for it. We want it. We're excited to help you.